Welcome back to the Lens Baby Podcast. This recording is not a continuation of the Moving Through Fear episodes. It's from a new series, Three Photos, One Lens Baby, where each episode explores the story behind three images, all created with the same Lens Baby gear. While it's best listened to while you're watching the video content, see the YouTube link in the description of this episode, we're including the audio content here as an exercise where I hope you'll pick up on aspects of the conversation that are more about your experience and where the speaker's vision overlaps your vision. I encourage you to listen to the audio version first and then view the video version to see the images that we discussed and how they differed from what you imagined we were talking about when you were just listening to the audio. To see all three photos, one lens baby episodes, go to youtube.com slash lensbabyusa. Hi, I'm Craig Strong with Lens Baby. I am here with Carol Holt. We're going to be speaking about three of Carol's Photos taken with one lens baby, and that lens baby is a Soul 45. Hi, Carol. Thank you for joining me today. I'm looking forward to talking about your beautiful images, two of them with your beautiful daughter, and then the third one's going to be a mystery for everybody. Welcome. Hi, Craig. Thanks for having me. You bet. So we're talking about the Soul 45, but first I want to ask, what kind of photography do you gravitate toward and do you like to do? I like to do a little bit of everything. I love landscape, flowers, portraiture. I dabbled in family photography for a while and really just anything. I've had a camera in my hand since I was a kid and I was always called the paparazzi because I always had my little plane shoot and took pictures at weddings, at different functions, and I've just always had a camera. So you went from growing up with a camera in your hand, even being called a paparazzi, to now doing creative work with non-traditional lenses, including Lens Baby. How did you find Lens Baby and what was your first Lens Baby? My first Lens Baby was the double glass. Okay. I had got the Composer Pro and then I got like a whole kit. I had the double glass, I had the pinhole, the wide angle, the telephoto. I got all that and just had fun playing around with it. And that was, I want to say it was like 2012, 2013 maybe. Okay. Wow. Just recently, really in the last, within the last five years is when I really started expanding my lens baby collection. What was the beginning of that second wave of lens baby gear that, that attracted you? I think that's when I really started seeing a lot of stuff on Instagram and I wanted to be a painter. So that painterly feel is what really attracted me to the Soul 45 because I love how all the points of light and it just looks like a painting. So you saw a whole bunch of stuff on Instagram when the Soul 45 came along and you could create that texture with the bokeh blades. What about that really resonated for you? You have so much control with the blade on it and you can have as much of that painterly look as you want or as little. And I loved how you can just move those around and just create a different look. But really with a portrait, that was purely by accident just because I just had the Soul 45 on my camera okay. and I was preparing a shoot with my daughter and I was trying to decide what lens to use and I thought I'm just going to try the Soul 45. It was a very simple background but I just wanted to see like how sharp I can get her her face in focus and or her hair or whatever it was at the time and that's when I haven't taken the lens off my camera. You're set up here for these images we have your Canon mirrorless with a Soul 45. And for those that 
aren't aware those bokeh blades that have the long kind of shapely stripes in them those create a texture in the background and you can rotate those around you can have one blade in you can have two blades in you can have them partially in and those create the texture in the out of focus areas which most of your image especially when you're shooting on a full frame camera is out of focus because it just has one area of sharp focus gradual blurs you move away from that spot when the blades are not engaged there's no particular texture it's just more and more out of focus as a general blur away from the sweet spot as you move away from that sweet spot talk to me about this setup and what works for you about this and what's your favorite part first excuse all the dust or sand i think that's sand that's on there i live at the beach so it's a it's i'm always changing out my lenses even living out here, that's just the way it goes. Band is just everywhere. How often are you tilting your Soul 45 versus locking it straight ahead? I just tilted according to what I wanted focus. And I like that it's a more gradual focus. It's different from the Composer Pro. With the Composer Pro, you really can move it quite a bit. And with this, you, it's a little more subtle. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so just depending on what I want in focus, what my hero of the image is and that's usually where I point it to. So you're pointing in the direction that you want your users to see something sharp and therefore direct their eyes in the image. You're able to move that sweet spot into the rule of thirds on a full frame, but you don't really have the risk of moving your sweet spot completely off. If you tilt vertically on the Composer Pro 2, you can move your sweet spot completely off the frame and have nothing in focus. So this really does simplify that process. And it sounds like that's something that you will. Yes, I didn't even think about, about it that way. But yeah, that's that's the beauty of it. So this first image, talk to me about what's important about this image to you and why you wanted to talk about it. Well, this is an image of my daughter. She's now 13. And this is my series I started called 13. And she's just getting more independence. She's always been like a mama's girl. She's always been clingy and just very shy. And she is coming into her own and more independent. Really, that's the big thing. And she doesn't want me around as much as she used to when I was little. And it's a transition for me. And as a mom, I always want her field trips. I always want her in her class. And now she's like putting on the brakes. Nope, it's okay. She needs to keep me at a distance. So I started a series a few months ago and just trying to take as many pictures of her as I can. And she is very open to taking them. So I use a Soul 45 on this one. And I used a a painted canvas backdrop, which a a friend of mine gave me and I love. It's one of my favorites. I wanted that feeling of movement. And I had a fan going, or maybe my husband was using a foam board for this one. I can't remember. But I love wind in the hair and just the movement of it. This is actually a double exposure I did in Photoshop. I used one of my lens baby images of flowers and overlaid it to add a little bit of softness to it. The original image on the right was shot with the Soul 45. That sweet spot on your daughter, talk to me about what that does for your image and how that brings your vision of what you're trying to portray to life. I was trying to get her face in focus and everything else, I didn't care where it fell. And I love that it all fell, on, all fell into the blur just because it really focuses on her face and she's got this perfect little nose and it just she just looks confident comfortable just free 
and a 13 year old being eager to, or at least welcoming of you taking her pictures, sounds like you're taking advantage of that as long as you've got it. And that sounds like a really good choice because that does change. And I love that you have this time with her and her holding on to it and taking advantage of it. Yes, I'm definitely taking advantage of it for sure. What would you do different if you were to shoot this image again in this setting with that backdrop or another backdrop? If I were to shoot this differently, I would definitely have had more of the flowers in the foreground so I can get more of that painterly feeling that you get with the Soul 45. Because that's one thing when I brought it into Photoshop, I was looking for that. I was looking for those flowers that had that I and I, the ones that I had just didn't quite work the angle of them or whatever it was it just this is what I went with and this is what I really liked yeah that's great and you have the ability to reshoot just that one image and overlay that as, as well so I look forward to seeing it let's move on to the next one talk to me about why you wanted to talk to us about this image so this was I believe I love this image of her. She's looking right at the camera. And this is the first one that I took of her hmm. with the Soul 45. And this is the plain black backdrop. And I was just experimenting to see how, how I can get her in focus and what I can do with it. And I love the way she's just looking right into the camera. And she's got this confidence. Yeah. And really, when you think about a 13-year-old, middle school it's a really hard age and right. confusing and how many how many girls have a lot of confidence right so it's confidence that i wish she would just take into her life just yeah. in, in her everyday world yeah and that she's revealing that to her mother speaks to your relationship and yeah that sweet spot right on her eyes seeing the tiara mm -hmm. just fade away into out of focus her lips and that piece of hair coming over her lips there's just there's a lot going on here and you're saying this is the first image that you shot portrait wise in a studio setting of her as part of this project what led to you choosing the soul 45 it was on my camera because i had just taken you know images of the beach or flowers that i'm not sure what i had taken uh, but i i just had i was trying to decide what to which lens to use and a lot of times I use the velvet with her all year. I love the twist. I love them all, but I just happen to have it on there. And I thought, I'm just going to try it. And I, it's a plain black backdrop. So you don't see with the blades. And honestly, I don't even know if I had the blades on, on my lens. It's because I didn't know, I didn't know how I would, I wanted, I was trying to simplify it. So by taking the blades out of the equation, I was trying to just simplify it. And yeah, I know I love how. I was able to get her in focus and the, st uh, the blur of the hair and the tiara. I love what it did to the tiara. Being that you don't have a detailed background, it makes it more of a mysterious what exactly is going on here. And it's less distracting in some situations to just have a simple effect with a very simple subject matter that gives you the ability to just focus your users' eyes without them thinking about, oh, there's a sweet spot I'm in. And I think that's the goal here. We don't want people to think about the effect. We want 
in many of our images, people just to be invited into an image to say whether that was unique to every other image I've seen before like this or not, I feel engaged. I feel pulled into this. I feel like I'm looking into her soul. So there's a lot here that I think may have been lost had you gone with a more detailed background. I love how she's isolated. And I love, like you said, that her eyes are in focus, but everything else is just have the softness to it. And it just pulls me into her eyes. And that connection that we have, and we have a really great relationship. This is a, tr- a huge transition for both of us. I love that she will sit for me and she will let me take pictures of her. So yeah. I got to take advantage. If you were to shoot this again, what would you do different? I don't think I'd do anything different. I love this image. And, you know, she loves it too. So that makes me happy. Yeah. And you've got her accessible, so you don't necessarily need to revisit this particular image, but maybe the backdrop and the setting with this gorgeous light. I assume that there's big open light behind you because there's no shadows on her. So, yeah, this yeah. is my my garage studio. So oh, I have awesome. my backdrop in the middle of my garage with bikes everywhere. And so I have my little isolated area. And But then I have just great light. I see in the reflection in her eyes that there's a lot of light coming up from beneath off the floor of the garage that's a unique type of lighting and it's coming from both sides of you it appears like a little bit more from your left the left side of the image and her right you're taking a mundane place and creating mystery with it let's move on to the next one all right this one's a little different talk to me about this and why is this an image that's close to your heart uh, this I took when we were on a family vacation, and this was taken from my balcony. And we had this gorgeous view. This is in Hawaii. I had this gorgeous view, and I just kept looking down at this palm tree with all the, I loved all the color and the towel, the people. It just, so I kept shooting it with the, all of my different lenses that I brought with me. And yeah, the Soul 45, just, I love what it does. I love how it isolated it, but the texture it adds to the sand. The sand's already textured, but it the texture it added to it with the blur and the color of the ocean. And I love the ocean now. That this is my happy place. Yeah, there are so many things happening that the soul is bringing in with its effects because you've got the bokeh blades engaged. Looks like they're generally horizontal because you see almost the sand-like ripples happening in the out of focus areas and in the white but the transition between the white and the blue on the water and you've got your sweet spot centered over the tree so there's just a lot of choices you're making you've tilted the lens just to the left a little bit to get that sweet spot placed and as i'm looking at this we're so used to seeing drone footage and that drone footage has infinite depth of field in general because you're far enough away from stuff and you're shooting on a camera that generally has a very small sensor, so a short focal length lens. So that's just the way drone footage looks now. This gives me that sense of, oh, I'm up above, I'm flying, I'm seeing a completely different look. So it feels even more unique because of the way we're seeing this perspective through drones, through tiny sensors, through infinite depth of field images. 
it really makes it pop in the culture of photography right now. Now, I want to just observe that you live at the beach and you're choosing to vacation at the beach. Is the beach a big part of your life? And has it always been? Yes, not always. But yes, in the last five years, I've lived at the beach. And I do. I still vacation at the beach. I do. You know, people, when we talk about going on trips and people say, oh, let's go to this beach. And they say, oh, but you live at the beach. You probably don't want to go. I mean, yes, I do. I love being by the beach. So it doesn't matter which beach it is. I'm there. Yeah. And But what I love that I am just now actually noticing is that the water looks like it's on a slow shutter speed. It does. It does. Yeah. It gives that sense of movement. Yeah. And that's the blade because I look how sharp the, it was windy, the, the, the palm trees moving, but it's sharp. But yeah, Yeah. that's what I mean. I love, I always wanted to be a painter. So to see that look just gets me so excited. I love it. So that painterly aspect of not only the blades, which are giving you different shapes in the bokeh than you would normally get with a sweet spot lens or any lens. Plus just having one area to focus your viewer on. Those are all artistic choices that you're making. It's more of an impressionist approach that you're taking to photography with this lens. And do you gravitate toward more impressionistic imagery in painting? Absolutely. Yeah. And what where did that start? Where did your approach to looking at the world in more of an impressionistic way start as far as your memory goes? Maybe when I started taking, I took a class with April Milani and we were studying the masters. As I studied the masters, at first I thought, study paintings. But when I was studying with her and she was, she really opened my eyes to so many different painters and really the impressionist, that's what I was gravitating towards. So I would take the, some of those images and that would inspire me to create something else. Your impressionistic approach to this allows for that ability to move your viewer in with your brush strokes, especially with the blades, but also to just focus in on one area. So it's a whole combination of different ways of expressing yourself artistically, visually, that you're pulling on here and you seem to have mastered the soul 45 in in your toolbox i'm so glad you're gravitating toward it in all of these because you as you said earlier you were generally shooting more flowers or landscapes and it's only recently that you've started using it for portraits is that right yeah happened to have it on my camera so good for you being open to that because i think I often get into a rut where I think, oh, this is what this is used for. And then I stop thinking about, okay, how could this particular tool be used with some other type of subject matter or in a different setting or a different emotional response that I've got because I've got these perceptions about what something's supposed to be used for. And it sounds like you're, you surprised yourself with that. I did. I did. Nice. Well done. If you were to shoot this scene again, Sounds like you shot it a bunch of times, but if you were to go back to this scene, what might you shoot differently or how would you approach it? I don't know. I did shoot the scene a lot. I shot it every single day with, and I used all different lenses to see what would be 
my favorite. I shot it with the twist. I shot it with the trio. I, and they're all different focal lengths. And I was on the same balcony every time. So You already answered that question for yourself and chose your favorite, at least your favorite with the soul. Good for you for making that happen and recognizing this. Again, a kind of a mundane environment in the sense that it was your balcony on vacation and you chose to go back to it, go back to it. You shot what was closest to you and that's commendable. I, luckily, I had a great view and I had something that I was shooting over and over again with different, whether it was ICM or it was with different lenses and just shooting the same scene. I've never done that just every day, different times of the day, morning, night. I'm glad you created this beautiful image for us. So thank you. One more question I have for you, Carol, before we go. Is there something that you do that helps you get out of a creative funk? And can you share that with us? Yeah, I think we all go through that, right? So what I usually do is I'll pull out a lens that I haven't used in a long time or the Omnis. Just take whatever whatever lens is on my camera and take an Omni with me. And the Omnis just make everything look so different, mm. whether it's a color, if it's an overcast day, and even just taking the color films on a foggy day, and you put that over your lens and it completely changes what your world looks like. Yeah. So you're saying get out there and try something you just haven't used at least in a while and learn what is it that you can do? Yeah, because if it's a lens that's been in your drawer or cupboard collecting dust and you haven't used it in a while, pull it out and just see, take it on a walk. I think we all have our favorite go-to lenses, just like our favorite go-to jeans. Yeah, I definitely have my go-tos, but pulling out the ones that I don't use as often, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun to be able to just experiment. Thank you so much, Carol, for discussing these three images taken with One Lens Baby, the Soul 45. Your images are captivating and having the stories behind them that we can all look in on and learn from and be challenged to do something different. It's great. I appreciate your generosity with your time and your sharing behind the scenes of these beautiful images. So thank you, Carol. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. This has been really fun and just be able to talk to you. It's been fun. I look forward to seeing some of your images that come out of these explorations with something that you're pulling out of your bag and throwing an Omni color film or whatever that next effect is that you're out getting yourself out of a funk with because that it's obvious that those exercises that you're doing are being productive and creating great work with it. So thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me. You're welcome. You have a great day. Thanks. You too. Thanks. Bye.